welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Here we go. Hey, I was wondering, 5.54 Friday morning, following up uh, yesterday's, hey, I was wondering and diving into a weekend where we're going to have mid-80s and sunshine and hot and humid, it's going to feel like summer. And yesterday's question on, hey, I was wondering is, uh, you know, with it getting warm this weekend, uh, I got some sunscreen. I just looked in my cabinet and it's, uh, you know, been expired for a year. I'm fine with that, right? Mm. And as we said, Dr. Most said, no, 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 you're not. But the woman at Jewel said, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that. Uh, now, today's Hey, I Was Wondering question is actually not something directed at us, but I wanted to tie it together. Should you wear sunscreen when you're working from home? Oh. Should you wear sunscreen when you're working from home? Oddly enough, the answer is yes. Yes? Even if you're sitting inside, they say. What? What? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. This makes no sense. Yeah. Well, you're, I guess it's The answer, <laughs> according to dermatologists, is yes. Yes, you should wear SPF indoors if you're sitting anywhere near windows or in front of a computer screen as you're exposing yourself to potentially skin-damaging light. Whoa. So as you sit in your kitchen or your dining room or your basement or wherever, you're facing your computer screen... You're aging yourself by the second. Eric, you have like six computer oh, screens. I know, in you. and look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put some sunscreen on. I quick. mean, look at me. Mm-hmm. It's pure hell. Oh, no, no, no. This is what happens to you when you sit in front of three <laughs> computer screens all morning long. Totally. Look at what happened to me? Don't let this happen to you, kids. <gasps> according, to, according to dermatologists, that is the case. It's easy, easy to believe that once we're indoors, that we're protected from the sun. Not all glasses created equally. It's important to apply daily SPF 30 or higher because harmful UVA rays can penetrate windows wow. and cook you dead. I thought for sure you'd be like, and you know, this uh, uh, a survey sponsored by Banana Boat. That would have been. I thought made that sense. was that going. Might be that actually maybe the They're case. They're saying dermatologists. That's crazy. And in a follow-up to that study. Uh, here's something maybe even more disturbing. Uh, Americans find daylight essential to well-being. Oh, totally. Sunshine and daylight. Yet we're spending the majority of our time indoors regardless. We're like, oh, man, I love when it gets light out and sunny. I'm going to go in the basement. That's yeah. what we're doing now. Well, now what? you can sit by window and put on sunscreen. What's wrong with us? <laughs> 83% of Americans believe that exposure to natural daylight is critical to good health, according to the survey, yet the majority of that 83% said, yeah, I'm spending most of my time indoors anyway. Okay. Just a little sunshine. Yeah. So maybe we like the sunshine, looking at it through the window, but not close enough to the window to actually have the sunshine come through and touch us. Yeah. That's true. That's a nice feeling. Hey, it's Eric. You know, wow. Wasn't that entertaining? That was something, huh? Imagine what's coming next. Uh, this. This is what's coming next right here. Right now, though, it's a big weekend. For high school graduation ceremonies, uh, they talk about high school yearbooks being distributed. And what were you most likely to blank? This music kind of makes me, like, tear up. Does it get, you get emotional? Yeah, oh, I, I love gonna it. Oh, I'm going to cry like a baby next weekend. Mm-hmm. My daughter graduates. So I'll cry like a baby. Not the baby, but a baby. <laughs> oh, I might cry like him, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, you were voted most likely to what, Valerie? Marry my high school sweetheart. Ooh, the million-dollar question. Did you? Absolutely not. I got Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I hit the wrong button. I thought, I heard absolutely. I thought great things were about to happen. Did not happen, huh? Nope. No, no luck on that one, but everything worked out okay? Oh, yeah. Everything's great. Like I said, dodged a bullet. There you go. Dodged a bullet with high school, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. At number three, most likely to what, Sydney? Join the high school English department. Join the high school English department. And did you? 
I didn't, but I did become a teacher. There you go. Oh, okay. close, close enough. Uh, what are you teaching instead? Uh, second grade, so a little different. <laughs> oh, like yesterday's uh, Double Your Paycheck winner, Amy. Yeah. When she called from her second grade classroom. Miss Levine. Yeah. That's right. At number two, champ, you were voted most likely to what? Hi, champ. Hey, how's it going? Uh, uh, go bankrupt. Go bankrupt. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. Most likely to go bankrupt, and did you? No, I didn't. No, I've been very blessed. <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> very, very lucky. It was the wake-up call you needed, wasn't it? And finally, in at number one, Hap, you were voted most likely to? Date a senior citizen. There we are. Oh, my <laughs> What? <laughs> Date a senior citizen. Who oh, I understood yeah. it. I'm still just saying, what? Yeah. Uh, how did that come about, Hap? Uh, that's because I was flirting with all my teachers that were older than me. Oh, and oh I one of those guys. Dating. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. A little Miss Robinson yeah. thing. And did you uh, <laughs> did you end up dating an older woman? I did, and then that was about it. Okay. <laughs> those are the best stories. <laughs> I love it. I love those stories. Those are the best. <laughs> I did, and then that's about it. All right. <laughs> Everybody leans forward like, and what? then sits back. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. number three. Chris Pratt is releasing an album with his band called Mouse Rat. This is the band from the show Parks and Rec. And yes, there is an album on the way. They confirmed. Can't wait for the Chris Pratt album. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for later on this hour. Whip gets some butter. Oh, oh man, yeah, that's right. For being on the bus. Trending on Twitter, number two. Rapper Little John is getting an HGTV show. Uh, is it Little John or is it <laughs> Lil John? Oh, yeah, Lil John. There you go. Um, it sounds fake, but it's actually happening. He is getting his own home improvement uh, show. Oh. It's called Lil John Wants to Do What? Um, oh, nice. <laughs> now that I'll watch. <laughs> only, if, only if you say it that way all the time. Can you do it one more time, please? Yeah. <gasps> okay, it's called Little John Wants to Do What? That's I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> wow, I didn't think you guys would think that's funny. Thanks. Uh, what the fuck say? I need it number one. All right, Hocus Pocus 2 is happening. Oh, All yeah. three Sanderson sisters, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy are all confirmed to do the movie. It hits Disney Plus in 2022. And people are so pumped. I cannot wait to miss it. No, no, you got to watch Come this. Come on. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. Anybody listening who ended up with someone you were obsessed with? Don't be scared. Olivia Munn says she was. Olivia Munn previously talked about being obsessed with obsessed with John Mulaney. Here's what she said. We were at a wedding together, and I was like, oh, my gosh, do you and your fiancé want to go have dinner or something and just hang out? <laughs> I went on, and at first it was cool, and then I kept going up uh, to him at, at the wedding like and asking him, so are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? I was just so obsessed with hanging out and talking to him and knowing him. Wow. Olivia hmm. said she emailed John but never heard back, saying, I might have gotten the wrong email, probably. That's what I keep telling myself. Uh, hey. And now they're dating. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Now There's they're some dating. sort of chemistry there. Making it work. Uh, hi, Rebecca. Hi. Obsessed with someone? Um. Yes. I met my fiance that I'm just a couple months engaged to in high school. And I was like, love at first sight. I want to date this man and go to prom with him. And now we are engaged. Wow. Did you, you, I refuse to take no for an answer. Did you take that approach? 
Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, I kind of like laid my yes, I want this, and he was actually dating someone else at the time. And oh, I got a little feedback from friends that she wasn't very nice. So wow. I was like, oh. Wow. Wow. Time I'll to drive the wedge. Yeah. Did a recon <laughs> mission. I like this. Time to Olivia Munnett. It sounds like. All right. Hey there, Tom. Hey, guys. How you doing? Ended up obs- uh, with someone you were obsessed with? Uh, yeah, she was new to high school, to our high school junior year. Saw her in class. Uh, knew right then and there. And it took two and a half years till she finally came to her senses. Right. <laughs> Had to wear her down. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> We got, uh, in a month, we'll be 25 years married. Oh, congrats! See? Awesome. See? Still yeah. Had to put in a little work, right, Tom? Look what happened. She, Big payoff at the end. She said, she said forever that I was stalking her for two and a half years. But, <laughs> hey, you know. It worked. Right, man, it sounds actually, like you did. <laughs> kind of true, but seemed to have worked out okay in the end. And then Mary Ann ended up obsessed with someone. Oh, yeah, my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ended up meeting him. Um, I moved into this place, saw this good-looking, blonde, tall guy, and I was like, wow, whoever marries him is going to be a lucky woman, and that girl ended up being me. Wow. Um, His girlfriend was actually standing right there the first time I saw him, and my boyfriend also. Just blocked both of them out. (laughs) Pretty much, and it was like little hearts going in each other's direction. Oh, you say little hearts or little horses? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little hearts. There so. we go. It's lovely. Got it. Wow. That's See? magical. True love stories through some good old-fashioned stalking. Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. So yesterday, Whip's doing this story about uh, Phil Fox. Good name. First of all, good name. It really mm-hmm. is. Phil Fox, who's an ultra-cyclist who says he's going to ride around Lake Michigan in 72 hours, raising money for a great cause to end multiple sclerosis. So that's great. Mm-hmm. But he's going to ride all the way around Lake Michigan in 72 hours. He's going to eat on the bike. He's going to sleep on the bike. That I have to see. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be I interesting. sleep on the bike. Hope he's got a GoPro. And then Violetta mentioned, well, this is impossible because all the way around Lake Michigan, that's like 40 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, just uh, slightly uh, underestimate. Right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> all right. uh, and then we said, well, can you can you check your math on that a little bit? Yeah, so I worked it out and I got a lot of emails. So Lake Michigan is roughly 1,100 miles around. Wow. How is he going to do this? Ding, 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 ding. All right, let's uh, talk to our good friend, soon-to-be good friend, Phil Fox, who obviously has hit his head. Hmm. Uh, hi, Phil. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, welcoming, to, welcoming me to the program. Well, we uh, kind of had to, Phil, because I think you've lost your mind. I think this is a great, great thing you're doing, but I, I don't know how this is even possible. Have you really thought this through? Uh <laughs> I, I've thought it through, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how this turns out, you know, mile by mile. So okay, it's hard, and, it's hard to predict exactly what's gonna take place here. And you're gonna go, you're gonna start here in Chicago and go counterclockwise. So go through Northwest Indiana, up through Michigan, circle back around through the UP, down through Wisconsin, and come back. Right? We're gonna go clockwise. We're gonna shoot straight up 
through Wisconsin, oh, through Milwaukee, okay. Green Bay. All right. Okay. We'll cut over the UP. Okay. Once we get to the Mackinac Bridge, that's basically the halfway point. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll shoot down the Michigan coast, cut across northwest Indiana, mm-hmm. and just like that, we'll be home. Just for the record, if you leave from downtown Chicago, if I was riding with you, I'd cramp up about Wilmette. And that's the end of it. <laughs> that's the end of it. And yet you think you're going to go all this way in three days? You're going to stay awake for three days pedaling? I think I'll take one sleep break, uh, and we'll play it by ear. But I'm hoping to, to, to limit it to two or three hours total. Wow. Okay. Um, I need like eight hours of sleep. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just to sit here. Now, when is this ride taking place? This will take place June 17th. We're going to leave from Buckingham Fountain oh, cool. uh, at noon. Okay. And if, if, if we pull it off in 72 hours, uh, this will be the first time that my kids see me finish a race. Um, for a very special Father's Day. So, wow, uh, that's no awesome. Yeah. 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 You've worked that out very nicely. Yeah. You timed it out nicely. That was good thinking. All right, and uh, will you be receiving any help along the way? And by that I mean, is there going to be a car pulling you, maybe through part of Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we will have a support crew. So okay. we, have, yeah. uh, we have five individuals that will be rotating uh, between two cars. Okay. Uh, so obviously we have, we have drivers. We have you know, my crew chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have officials from the World Ultra Cycling Association right. to wow. verify the world record. So they have to essentially keep their eyeballs on me to, sure. uh, to make sure that I, I pedal every inch uh, of the course. Right. So. How, uh, how far is the farthest you've ever cycled before? Well, to be honest, I've actually done this course in the past. I did this four years ago just on a whim. Uh, on a whim? Yeah, yeah I like to do that, too. You know, I, you know what I do on a whim, Phil? I go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, believe it or not, uh, what's funny about going on a thousand-mile bike ride, and you know, it sounds like a, a sick humble brag, mm-hmm. uh, you get to eat a lot. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm going through all these you know, coastal towns, all, all these uh, you know, resort towns. And they're like, oh, there's a brewery. Oh, there's a distillery. Oh, there's a pizza place. And, you know, you just hit up uh, every one of those, you know, every 50 miles. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not only a, an adventure, but it's almost a food tour. Oh, wow. But you can't do that this time, though, with the record, right? Uh, well, they're going to have to hand me that food. Right. Oh. <laughs> I'm driving along, handing that Throwing pizza out the window <laughs> to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And, you know, with these things, you know, you could stay to the plan as much as you want. Uh, you know, with uh, managing your nutrition, and then 600 miles in, you're going to say, you know what? I need some McDonald's. I need Sour Patch Kids. Right. And I need Starbucks Double Shot. Are you going to yell? Are yeah. you going to yell beer me at any point? I think that'll be the end. That's we'll, the we'll end. Save that for the end. Got yeah. it. So we'll get back to, to Buckingham Fountain, and uh, you know, maybe I'll just jump in the fountain with a bottle of champagne. We'll see. Uh, what you happens. deserve it. Be great. Uh, all right, Phil. I tell you what. Um, we appreciate your time now. We're going to put you on hold. Is it okay if we check in with you the Monday after Father's Day to hear about how the experience went for you? You bet. 100%. That I might actually great. meet you at Buckingham Fountain. And Violetta <laughs> will be down on. there on Father's Day to meet you. <laughs> yeah, now there's some incentive there, Phil. There you go. There you go. Pedal fast. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take all those high fives. Yeah, that's go. awesome. That's all right, great. Phil, I think it's a great thing you're doing. I still think you're nuts, but uh, I think it's great. <laughs> and I have one word for you. Hydrate. Mm. Hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah.
You bet. Go easy on the cramping. Thanks, Phil. Hey, it's Eric. So are we having any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning's show. It at least I think it was. Here it is. So a study was asking, okay, what are uh, women and men turned on by? We're like, really? You need to do a study for this? Men are like, looks. Hello, we're turned on by looks. That's what we do. Duh. Duh. <laughs> women are turned on by blank and blank. Huh. Name any one of the blanks. Duh. An easy one. Jenny, tell them. I'm going to go with cash. Cash. Exactly uh, right. Cash. Money. Cash, cash, money. Uh, one of the things is women are turned on by blank and cash. You want to take a shot at, what do you think the other one is, Jenny, just for fun? Uh, doing housework. Doing housework oh, and oh, cash. That is no, a good I, one. No, that's not it, but it is a good one. It's not, uh, it's not doing housework. Any other guesses on what the other one that would be attached to cash? You oh, go first, because you were jumping Women are turned down. on by. Power. Power. That's a good answer. That is not it. Sense of humor. That is not it either. What? Uh, you said it's attached to cash, so... Begins with a C. Cars. Cars, no. <laughs> That's a good guess. Okay. Charm. Oh. Oh, I mean, this sort of attached to cash. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. it's attached to cash in the answer. Yeah, 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 my yeah, joke, yeah. My joke guess before you said cash, because you, you said blank and Here blank. comes the comedy. No, I was going <laughs> to... Hang on, let me get the rim shot ready. It was like, here's a joke I was going to go with, people. I had a joke. <laughs> I'm pulling the I jokes mean, back. That's right, why go. I said sense of humor, yeah. guys. Yeah. It would have almost been right. My answers were going to be dollars and cents. Wow. Comedy. Yeah. Uh, car, uh, charm and cash are you for women. You better have a lot of money, Whip. You better have a lot of money. I lose. <laughs> While men go for looks. And interestingly, it found people in their 20s value looks, age, and physical build four times more uh, than, uh, that should be men. Well, it says it found people in their 20s value looks, age, and physical build four times more than young women do. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they meant men. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Typo. Okay, right. Okay. Even in their 60s, looks continue to matter more than twice as much to men. Hence the Viagra Triangle. Right, in, in their 60s, right. <laughs> yeah. All the Streets and Sands guy over there, Gibsons. Exactly. It's a nice hangout, though. Yep. For young ladies, personality is three times more important than it is to men. Mm-hmm. So women, personality is three times more important. So. Where does all about, hey, what she look like? Yeah, and money and personality somehow have the same, same effect. Pulling them all together. Hey, it's Eric, and you know, in the podcast, we only share the best parts, which, of course, imagine what we're leaving out. More coming up here. The non-traditional wedding song. That's what uh, Blake Shelton said he wants for his wedding. You chose what song? 312-233-1019. Michelle. Hi. Uh, you're young but went old school. Yes, yes. We um, danced to You've Lost That Love and Feeling by yeah. the Righteous Brothers. Nice. And how old are you? I'm 35. 35, mm. went, uh, young and went old school. And what was the inspiration for choosing that song? So um, whenever, whenever we were dating and we would go out, late night bars we would dance to that song and it just kind of became our song so Mm. that's nice that's nice and then there is john the non-traditional wedding song well my walk-up uh song was uh it's the end of the world as we know it (laughs) but you feel fine that's nice wow that is nice Uh, when you when you pitched that to your future bride how'd that go over Uh, uh, she loved it yeah Yeah, you know whatever just having a good time just having a good time Again, going old school. Hi there, Christian. Hi, how are you? Uh, your non-traditional wedding song was what? It was In Excess, Never Tears Apart. Oh, great I love song. In Excess. I do love In Excess. Why don't they try to do something again? Yeah. 
Well, they're not really the same band. I understand, totally. but yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, but yeah. as a general rule, a lot of bands change members. Yeah, but oh, that I don't was such a good record. They try to do something again. Hey, Renee, uh, right uh, down uh, Whip's memory lane. Oh, yeah. You chose what? We chose Miracle by Foo Fighters. Yeah. Oh, the song Miracle by Foo Fighters. Yeah, that will make me cry on the spot. <laughs> Really? really? That is a that is a thing of beauty. Yeah, I'm gonna cry even just thinking yep. about that song. Really? Yeah. Uh, you think they'll do it at Lala? Uh, I don't think they do it live very often. Mm-mm. It's not like a rocker at all. How about this one? Will this Foo Fighter song make you cry, Heather? Hey. Uh, your non traditional wedding song was what? Um, the acoustic version of Times Like These. Uh... My God, I want to get married to the last two callers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my wow. God, that is so good! Of, there's a lot of romance in the room right now. Literal oh. goosebumps. I got you know, literal you're, ones. You're hitting on our uh, audience a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're. What's wrong oh, with you? Oh my you God! Very romantic. And then finally, a non-traditional wedding song. You want one? You got it. Tell them, Jeanette. Uh, Sir Mix a Lot, Baby Got That. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what brought that on? So our first date, we went bowling, and as I was up there getting the ball ready to put it down the, the lanes and hit the pin, my uh, boyfriend at the time, husband, said, wow, you got back. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You did not going to say that to me. So it just became our song. Oh, How sweet. Yeah. Hey, baby, you got back in all the right ways. Them up, B. Yeah, we're setting them up. It's cocktail time. Hey, what do you think? Ah, uh, it's a Friday. Let's try a vintage Go on drink. Facebook Live. Like a rusty nail. We've got a whole summertime theme. Fridays featured cocktail. I mean, with the weather we're having this weekend, you got to have a summertime theme. Drink it down. And summertime cocktails to fit it. Yes. So for that reason, I have uh, found some tropical music. To get us all set. Yeah, this is Friday's featured cocktail. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is happening every month or every Friday in the month of May. We feature a different cocktail as we get ready for summer. You know, we began it back in January with a bunch of uh, wintertime, man, I can't wait for the pandemic to be over, roaring 20s kind of cocktail. What your uh, grandfather used to drink is new again. Now, this go around, we've decided, you know what you got to do? You got to do something summertime based. So the past couple of weeks, we've had... uh, a pineapple mojito, yeah, uh, a, a something la- else, <laughs> and then that one other thing. Right, right, right. And uh, now we have what? So I call this the fun in the sun, but most people know it as the swirl. It's a frozen margarita with sangria. First, you're going to need a blender, mm-hmm. some tequila, mm-hmm. margarita mix, sangria, a cocktail glass. Sangria twice? Did no. she say sangria twice? Mm-hmm. I, I was uh, too focused. This is the Uncle Julio's drink that we always get. I think yes, yes, I get it, Uncle, Uncle Julio's too. I might too. have imagined. I thought she said it started with sangria, then three more ingredients, <laughs> then sangria. <laughs> Maybe extra sangria. <laughs> right. You can never have too much sangria in the summertime. That's true. Um, and then you're going to have a cocktail glass, salt the rim, and then I have a little lime wedge with it. All right. And what do you call it again? I call it fun in the sun, but and most it, people know it as the swirl okay. because you mix them together in the glass. So it's a little red and a little green white. So is this an actual drink or your interpretation of an actual drink? No, it's a real drink. Okay. Uh, and Whip, do you have any background on this for us? Why, yes, I do, Eric. Perfect. In fact, <laughs> I can tell you about both the margarita and sangria since we're talking both here. The margarita was invented in 1938 by Carlos 
Danny Herrera at his restaurant, Rancho La Gloria. If your name is Carlos, why do you uh, choose to go by Danny? Because he Carlos marched to the beat of his own drummer, and he wanted to go by Danny. All right. So his friends called him that. Okay. Yeah, I don't actually have any idea. Uh, halfway between Tijuana and Rosarito, Baja, California, created for her customer and former Zigfield dancer Marjorie King. She's who was, great. Uh, she was allergic to many spirits, but oddly enough, not tequila. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Really. So that was the deal with Marjorie and the margarita. Now, right. uh, if you're watching it, online, hang on, yeah. Whip. If you're watching oh, online, right. there we go. There you go. There I want to give you a little context of what's going on while Whip goes through the discussion. Yeah. Uh, a lot of background stuff. You can see it on the four camera shoot on the Facebook page. Violetta's now uh, blending, as you heard. We need here, a little more ice. Here comes more mm-hmm. ice. Go ahead, there. Here we are. And you were saying what? Yeah. So uh, now Americans first tasted sangria at the 1964 World's Fair in New York, but the history can be traced back all the way back to 200 B.C. Now, many countries who were invaded by the Romans, uh, for example, Spain, (laughs) uh, began actively planting grapes to make into wine and trade with the Romans. So this is Uh how this started. Now, sangria means bloodletting in Spanish and Portuguese. Uh, The term sangria used for the drink can be traced back to the 18th century. It was not only popular in Spain... But also, I feel like I'm in Mr. Thorgerson's yeah. history class now. Yes. And I'm just like, when are we going to see a movie? Yeah. Uh, coming up after the next, like, gotcha. four syllables. Gotcha. Uh, not only popular in Spain, but also in Greece and England. Oh, jeez. Head down. Keep your head low there. Head low. This is a real deal blender we have in here. Uh, you could yeah. put, like, a... What kind of blender is that, Violetta? Football this is in a, that. This is a Blendtec. A Blendtec. No, no, yeah. Vitamix, Vitamix. The yeah. Vitamix Blendtec. Yep. It, it's really cool. I got it as a housewarming gift. Oh, um, I don't great. ever use it other than for stuff like this. All right. So. All right. Oh, it didn't really blend. It didn't really swirl. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Wow, it's okay. amazing that, that it sounded yeah. like it was doing a lot. And when she poured the <laughs> second part, the sangria, into the first part, they didn't really swirl. They just kind of... Mixed together. You know how oil and vinegar separate? Yeah. Not so much there. No. Yeah, Not so good. much. Let's see what happens here. Let's yep. see. We're almost oh, ready. That's okay. Kind of the same. That's okay. a little bit. That's, that's fine. A little more layered. There we go. In the second one. All right. And once again, this is called the uh, fancy pants swirl. Yes, it's called the swirl, <laughs> but we're calling it fun in the sun. Fun in the sun. As you get ready for a weekend where you're going to see it in the mid 80s all weekend long. Oh, that looks. That looks fun. And that it does, does look, look like fun. I, I feel like I'm in the sun with this ring light. It's so bright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Violetta, you ready? You got yours? Yes. You got yours? Yes. yes All right. right here. uh, here's to a uh, full summertime of fun in the sun blended drinks. Let's Cheers. Mm. Oh, my God. They're so good. You yeah. get a little bit of salt on the rim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the salt on the rim really mm-hmm. adds to it. There we go. You get your sangria. There's some tart margarita in there, and imagine I can't just seem being to by get a pool. The sangria. Oh, you want mm-hmm. a straw? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, it's sorry. good if you can't decide which one you would like. <laughs> You're like, I'd like a little. I kind of want a margarita, and I kind of want a sangria. Mm. Yeah, this is it. This there is your go. drink. Once again, the swirl fun summertime sunshine delight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is it again? It's, it's fun in the sun. The fun swirl. Fun in the sun. Today's Set him up, featured cocktail getting you into the weekend. Hey, what do you think? Uh, it's sunny and hot. Blend it up. Let's try a vintage drink. It's delicious. Like a rusty nail. Give me that sangria. Okay. Friday's featured cocktail. Oh, do straight it. from the jar. Yep. Yep. Wow. Drink it down. I'm just going to go straight from the sangria jar. <laughs> That's yours now. <laughs> that whole bottle's yours now. <laughs> that was so smooth. Woo, delicious. It's the mix. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. 
Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.